This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Fontana Mazda. Fontana Mazda is now offering VIP direct test drive and stay home white glove delivery services. That's right. That means it's from our lot to your curb and we do it right. It's safe, clean, and direct because your health and safety is our number one priority. Get approved, pre-approved in seconds uh, just by applying online at FontanaMazda.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by Scion Software. I'm going to spell that for you guys because sometimes it does get challenging. It's xyonsoftware.com. Now, scionsoftware.com is a place that we actually uh, worked with ourselves. Scion Software developers, they actually they, they listen to what your issues are, right? So us working at Think Creative, we wanted to uh, create uh, like a software that's a, like a dashboard, if you will, um, that will give us all the data, not only us, but our clients as well, data that's really important to them. Um, reputation, for one, reputation management. So we have a product called RepMan, and Scion Software worked with us to kind of develop this stuff. We gave them the idea. We told them what we wanted to do, pull in all types of reviews, whether it be from Yelp, Facebook, uh, Google, doesn't matter. We want to see them all in one place so that way it's easy for us to manage and we'll be able to reply to each one and take care of, you know, our clients. Their reputation is huge when it comes to uh, success and all that. So Scion Software is definitely a place that I recommend. I've worked with them firsthand. I do know for a fact that uh, when it comes down to it, man, they listen to what it is, the issue is, and then you can actually see the gear start to turn in their head. They, they're trying to figure this out, what software is good what you know what's the problem's gonna be yada yada and they just develop one hell of a product so I, I recommend them a lot now in this episode that we're about to get into it was just me and JT uh Jimmy's out there doing his thing obviously he's a very busy guy and um you know I miss the guy Jimmy I miss you man but uh in this episode me and JT we did go back and forth just on our opinions on rebranding uh, particularly, you know, with the rebranding of Aunt Jemima, the syrup company, uh, we dove into, you know, the reasons why, uh, and the statements that they gave. So we also just really broke it down to steps that companies should start taking into, uh, start, start working out with, you know, amongst themselves to figure out if rebranding is something that they should do, um, and then when to do it, if there is an answer to that. So hopefully you guys, um, you know, have pick up some type of some type of jewel in this one. That's that's our goal here. If you guys have any questions, comments, or even ideas, please reach out to us. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. It's not hard. Um, but hopefully you enjoy this episode. And uh, without further ado, here is TC off the clock. Let's this episode of the podcast is brought to you by TC Studios. TC Studios is located in the beautiful Marietta, California. For more information, please visit youthinkcreative.com. Ooh, we are back again. Yes, welcome. We are back. Uh, still missing that guy. That what is what he the the, the kid from Compton. Right, right. Mike boy, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. The man with the mic. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy <Man>. C. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's yeah, a busy I know. man. 
he got a new mic and now all of a sudden he's unavailable right <laughs> to use it <laughs> oh you know we understand he's a busy man he's he's a good guy we he's just love definitely- He's definitely a good guy and definitely one of the busiest people I've ever met in my life. So every time I have a chance to talk to him, it's like catching up because I'll only be able to talk to him like so often, you know? Right. Uh, But yeah, definitely it's a good sign if he's that busy, Um, not only for him, but also a good sign for us as well as a company. I'm sure he's out there trying to close, close what we've been working on for quite some time now. So. It's exciting stuff, man. But we'll catch up with that guy uh, a little bit down the road. And hopefully we'll have like an update that we could share with everyone when it comes to that time. Absolutely. Till then, bro, it's just me and you uh, still in quarantine. How, how how have you been? How is the family? Is everybody good? Yeah, I've been good. You know, uh, quarantine has been, you know, has had its ups and downs. Uh, for me personally, you know, it's had more ups than downs in itself. Um, but like we were talking about earlier, uh, I really hadn't hit that point where I'd say like, oh, I'm tired of this quarantine. You know, I, I want to get out of this already. Uh, but we were talking earlier about how, you know, being home, I have a 12 week old puppy named Nala and two cats. And uh, since I've been home, they've got used to that. So, you know, they want to play. And the more you play with them, the more attention they want. And just recently, this week, they become very vocal on um, them wanting their playtime, you know. So definitely at this point, I'm at the point where it's just like, ah, I need to get a new office location outside of the house so they don't bother me (laughs) or or give them the attention they deserve. You know, one of the two. But, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. But overall, it's been great. Family's doing great. Um, kids are excited to to go back to the new norm to their school here uh, eventually in uh, September. But uh, all in all, I mean, it's it's been great. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I don't have any new pets per se, but I've got I've got just the, the few that I've always had with me for the longest time. Um, so even though, you know, they might be a little older, they still have energy, man, and they still they still love me, <laughs> and uh, you know, likewise, I love them too. So we're we're having fun, man. We uh, they're all small dogs, so I'm the type of dog owner where I'll like roll around with them, literally. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, I'll get on the ground and get dirty, and I love I I just I just love dogs, bro. Like they have this whole uh, I like you kind of. I don't know if I think too much. I've been known to think a lot, but they have like this thing about them that kind of like shows you like um, how to live life. You know, I got one dog, one of my dogs, bro. She loves to just go outside. She'll beg to go for a walk. And I'm thinking, oh, she must really have to use the restroom. But she doesn't like she'll like she'll literally wait in one spot waiting for a lizard to come out. (laughs) <laughs> and she just she's been this way for the last maybe two or three weeks and i have nothing against lizards don't get me wrong nobody come after me when i say this <laughs> but if my dog were to finally catch a lizard i'm gonna be a happy parent bro like i'm gonna be so <laughs> proud because she she's been out there and and she's just chasing her dreams bro and that's what like that's life man i love that Nice. Absolutely. Uh, animals definitely know how to live. Yeah. I wish I could kind of do the same, but. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to work, right? We got to work. We got to work, man. <laughs> well, there's a lot that's been going on, too. 
uh, obviously still in in uh, quarantine, at least out here in our area. Yes. Um, it looks like stores have opened up. I think stores have kind of opened up more in your area than they have in mine. Yeah, definitely here in Temecula Maria, they, they've uh, gone into phase four. <clears throat> they've opened up a lot of areas, um, you know, so uh, getting back to the new norm is what we call it now. So that's that's nice. Yeah. So I've kept up with some of the businesses out there. Obviously, uh, there's more to do in your town than there is where, where I'm at. Right. But uh, so when it comes time to like all the, the good eateries and just things to do, wineries and all that. I've, yes, sir. I've, kind of uh yeah that's your spot <laughs> i've uh i've had to like follow them on social media just to kind of get updates like are they allowing people is it you know is there dining how does that work even right. gyms and stuff they're they're like changing the way they they operate yes um one thing that i did notice though was uh so i guess there's like maybe I don't want to call this a second wave because I don't think I've actually heard this being the term for it, but there's been like another surge in in people getting sick from COVID or whatnot. So it looks like some of those things are going to be shut down again. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, who knows where where this uh, uh, increase came from, right? Um, but me personally, I just think, you know, more people are out there now having fun. Um, of course, you know, the more people that are going to be out there, the more people that are going to be reporting as they get sick. So that could be one reason why. But, you know, overall, I mean, I think it's a good thing for people to, to get out there, uh, get some sun, most importantly, get their vitamin E. And uh, not only that, but, you know, release some stress. So I'm glad that the gyms are open, the massage parlors and nail salons, you know, all the things that people like uh, to treat themselves to. Um, but unfortunately, you know, because people haven't been following the rules and, and using their mask when they were an option, uh, you know, the state has made it mandatory now to, to wear a mask. But even then, I mean, still wear your mask, go out there, have fun, follow the rules. And, and the more we do that, the uh, the more it'll expand and allow us to go back to the new norm. For sure. I agree with you there. Um, now I have also been keeping uh, a little bit of track just because again, social media kind of shows you all the, all that's going on right now. So absolutely. There still is COVID. There still is, um, you know, uh, BLM going on. Mm -hmm. um, there's still a lot of, you know, just, there's a lot. There's a lot, bro. It's kind of exhausting to 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 go through it all, to speak about it all. But it's it's brought up some some important conversations. Absolutely. And uh, recently, there's been a couple of brands that you know I've been around for a long time, um, and you know maybe maybe just just felt like now is probably a good time to do some rebranding for themselves. So I'm talking about. Uh, uh, namely, uh, Aunt Jemima, Syrup, Uncle Ben, uh, they've been doing it too. Now, I, I believe Aunt Jemima, at least, it could be both of them. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know this off the top of my head, but I believe Pepsi Company actually owns one of them. At least, I, I believe it's Aunt Jemima. Um, so I've got to, like, you know, kind of read some articles and things like that. But I kind of just wanted, like, your whole thoughts on it, your perspective on it, because, uh, you know, you shot a text to me about it uh, last week, and we said, "Oh, we should we should definitely talk about it." Um, obviously, rebranding is something that you and I both have been involved with. Um, we, you know, TC rebranded themselves before. 
uh, and we've had other companies do the same. Um, and so rebranding is something that not only are we familiar with, but I think because we've actually done it, we do have our own opinions on maybe how it should be done or, you know, when it should be done. Um, but definitely I was, I was just kind of interested, man. Where do you stand as far as, you know, Aunt Jemima is saying, let me start here. Let me start by, by saying what they said. They actually put out like a, a, a little statement to kind of explain where they're at. Okay. Uh, so they said, we recognize Aunt Jemima's origins are based on racial stereotypes. While work has been done over the years to update the brand in a manner intended to be appropriate and respectful, we realize those changes are not enough. We are starting by removing the image and changing the names. We will continue the conversation by gathering diverse perspectives from both both our organization and the black community to further evolve the brand and make it one everyone can be proud to have in their pantry. Uh, so after hearing that, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, the, I, I have conflicting thoughts on that. I mean, uh, when I first heard the news, you know, my first thought was really like, why are we changing something just because of, you know, uh, something that happened, right? And of course, mm-hmm. that's that's a bad way of thinking, right? But that's your immediate thought, like, really, what, why, like, why, right? And as marketers, I mean, we understand branding is very important, right? It's it's supposed to be based off your mission and vision uh, for your company, give direction to your employees, and also provide the the consumer uh, an understanding of of what you do for them, why you're doing it, and and what they can look forward to, right? So. Uh, it's, I mean, not just Anjamama, but Jamam. I always say that right. Say that wrong. Jamama is that what it is? Uh, I think it's Jemima. Jemima. Yeah. Um, not only them, but you know, uh, several brands have been revising their logos and characters, uh, acknowledging the uh, branding's uh, racist roots in the wake of of what, what happened, right? Uh, with um, George Floyd, with the death of George Floyd, but um, it's just it's, it's really difficult, right, to say that that there's a wrong way and a bad way of going about it. I mean, in reality, uh, it's a choice that the brand makes, but uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I was I was thinking about it and saying, okay, so every time we have something like this happen, whether it, it's due to racist roots, uh, stereotyping, uh, genderization, equality, anything like that, are we always going to want to change things just because, or mm-hmm. are we changing it because we feel as a brand, as, as a company, we, we need to, because it's, it's time to rebrand, you know? Right. So it, it's kind of conflicting for me. Right. So, I mean, but to get down to the nitty and gritty, uh, Every three to five years, depending on the industry you're in, you should be be rebranding anyways, right? You should be looking at the reason why you created the brand, um, mm-hmm. the story behind it, and then uh, what what is it that you're looking towards in the future, right? Is your message still the same? Has your message changed? Have you modified the way you do things? So those are reasons why you would want to, to rebrand, right? As, especially because of trends. So yes, this is a trend, right? Um, this is not the first time that these brands have been criticized for their racist roots. Uh, and and it, it's been, you know, they've been criticized many times before. So why now? Right. Why did it take this for them to to change their thought process? Is it because they feel pressure to do it? Um, is it a few, you know, people out there that are complaining about it that are making them feel like, well, if more people keep complaining, you know, people are not going to buy our product? Or is it that they actually feel that, you know what, even though this may not be the reason why we're rebranding, it's a good place and a pinpoint to start? You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, uh, is it is it the right time to do it? Maybe, right? Is it? Are they doing it for the right reasons? They're not really clear on that. From what I'm reading, um, you know, everybody likes to to what I call please the the majority. So they're going to say what's politically correct to to get to where they want to be. Um, and I know a lot of people are you know going to be mad about you know me saying that or or about some opinions that we're going to be giving today. But you know, it's 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 time to talk about it. You know, truthfully, honestly, you know, um, don't don't hate on people because they have their opinion in regards to how they feel about. Uh, the brand changing its, uh, renewing its brand or renewing its mission statement or vision statement, you know, that's that's the right to do that, right? We live in a country of the free and the brave, right? And part of having those freedoms is to have this freedom of speech, right? Obviously, right. with the freedom of speech, uh, it, it's at your own, uh, well, you say that's at your own risk, right? Because there's things that you know you shouldn't say and should say. But other than that, you really have the freedom to to express your opinion on there, right? For sure. So with that said, I mean, it, the reasons why we're rebranding, uh, only the company knows that themselves, right? What they're telling us is what we want to hear. But overall, I think it's a great idea. Um, these companies do need rebranding. It's been a while since they've rebranded. Um, but to me, you know, I have questions. For example, when I'm looking at the Aunt Jemima, did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, brand, uh, they changed their brand a couple of times. In the beginning, they had... Uh, an older lady there uh, dressed up, uh, you know, for the age of the brand when it first came out. Um, they had her family on there and they had a couple of things going on there. Uh, they rebranded just recently uh, within the past 20 years, I believe. And they put a new face to the brand, which is now, uh, of course, an African-American lady on there. Uh, if you look at it, I don't know if you've seen the brand itself, but she looks like maybe she's in her 50s or 60s uh, and she's happy and smiling. So when I look at that, I, I me personally, right, um, I, with my own bias view on the brand itself as a marketer, I say, what's wrong with it? I mean, to me, it doesn't feel racist. To me, it doesn't feel uh, that it's promoting something in a negative way. Um, to me, as an old marketing tactic, you use the face of a brand, right? You've heard that before, right? Yeah. Let me be the face of the brand. So to me, this is the face of the brand. Um, does it, to me, does it show, hey, only African-American people are going to buy this? No, I buy it. I love it. You know, I've been using it since I was a kid. So to me, I don't understand um, the view of it coming from a racist standpoint. But again, everybody has their own opinion and their own reasons why they feel that way. But to me, looking at the brand itself, just for what it is, a brand, I don't see that. But I guess you got to go back to the cultural history of the brand, why the creator made the brand, um, why they marketed it the way they do, and what the brand actually represents. So if you look at the true story, and that is what the brand was underlining, you know, the fact that, you know, this is a lady that came from from a, 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 a background of slavery, and maybe they put the face of the lady on there, and, and that's what makes it racist. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't read too far back into the history to understand that. But from what I understand, I mean, that hasn't been the intent, but I understand how some people can look at it as being an intent, you know. Um, so that's with Anjumaima, with Uncle Ben, which is another company that's been talking about rebranding. Again, you see you see the face of a company, right? You see the face of a uh, older African American man. This this man looks maybe to be in the seventies or eighties, um, and and rice, right? So when I look at this as a marketer in regards to to the brand, um, 
I don't see this as it being a racist intent in regards to the way they branded it. Um, other people may have different opinions on that, but just as a brand itself, I don't see it. But again, uh, maybe taking the time to look back at the history and why uh, they they brand it the way it is may change my mind. Another one is Miss Butterworth. Have you ever used that, Matt? Uh, I don't believe I have, to be honest. Okay, so that's that's syrup, you know, for the pancakes. Yeah. Um, they've also Not gone through a couple of changes in regards to their symbols and, and the way they've marketed their products. But again, I mean, that... Looking at the bottle, it's it's a bottle of, of, of you can tell, you know, maybe an older lady. Um, people have, I've heard comments about that the older lady is a little plump around the edges, you know, so it makes, you know, look like, you know, it, it's going to, it's going to, uh, maybe you're going to gain weight from, <laughs> from using it. I don't know. Maybe people don't like it because the lady looks kind of plump instead of slim, which can also be said that that's kind of a, uh, uh, stereotyping as well, you know, but all in all, if you look at the bottle, it's just a lady, you know, uh, on the bottle, uh, she looks homely. Uh, the colors are not too bad on it. And it just says Miss Butterworth on there. So I really don't understand from a marketing point, uh, how these brands can be seen as being racist in their message. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, looking back at the history is what's very important. Um, to understand what people's opinions are on it. But man, like, these are iconic brands, right? So for me, it's sad that all this rich history they have behind their brand, um, the people that grew up with this brand, I mean, we're changing all this because of maybe the small group of people that believe that that this is not how the company should be branding it. And as a company, okay, I'm looking at my target audience and I'm targeting this this audience because this is the the type of people that I want to to buy my brand. Is that wrong? I mean, we all target, right? Mm-hmm. And part part of that targeting is to understand who's buying your product, why they're buying the product, um, and you brand it so, right? So is it is a racist to say that? the majority of people that are buying my product are Hispanic or are African-American or are Caucasian. And because I noticed that I'm going to put the majority of my dollars towards that target audience. Cause those are the people that are buying my brand or separating it from generations from the millennials are buying my brand more. So now I'm just going to target them more than I am the baby boomers. So is that discriminatory? You know, so I'm very conflicted on it. But from a marketer standpoint in regards to branding, if I just judge it on the brand itself, the text, the color, the logo, I really don't see what everybody else sees. I mean, but what's your opinion on it, Matt? Well, my opinion first and foremost is I think Obviously, everyone's opinions are going to uh, come from their personal experiences or lack of experience. Right. So that's first and foremost. So, you know, whatever opinion that you shared on it, I totally respect it. That's cool. Right. Um, now, to be honest with you, I'm not I'm not a person that uh, eats a lot of syrup. I don't really do pancakes or waffles or anything like that um again i'm a boring eater uh so (laughs) i don't really i don't really have too much experience with the syrup itself yes i've tasted it um i did think it was good but not something i'd have you know every single breakfast uh that being said though 
I actually don't mind the whole rebranding. And first and foremost, I think that becomes the reason why I don't mind it is because if it comes from any type of reflection that you've done, any type of introspection you've done, and if it's come from any type of conviction that you feel as the owner of that brand, I think you have every right to say, hey, I want to rebrand. Absolutely. Now, does it, is it because, you know, a group, uh, you know, I, I know you said it was, you know, a small group or whatnot. At size maybe is irrelevant at this point. Maybe it's actually even bigger than small. It's a, probably a big group. But the right. fact that you've acknowledged it, no matter why you've acknowledged it, the point is that you've now acknowledged it. And I think that's awesome for you. Uh, that's growth as you as a person. Uh, growth can, you know, can trans can transcend. It could translate. You know, if me as a person decide I want to grow in this way because I feel like that makes me, uh, I feel better thinking along this line than I did previously, then obviously it's something that you're going to go for. You want to continue to do that. Now, I, I think the, the conversation has to come, you know, as an owner. Maybe if we're rebranding, let's talk about something like, like, uh, if we were going to rebrand our own company, you know, we're obviously a small enough company where we can actually have everyone's input on that. Right. And that's actually what TC did when they first decided, you know, let's go ahead and, you know, change the logo. Let's start changing the look, the feel internally. It was more of an, an internal type of thing that we wanted to do because to be honest, uh, you know, we did the same thing. We're still a, a digital marketing company. We weren't going to change the type of business. And in in this case with um, Aunt Jemima, they're still going to be producing the syrup. They didn't say that they were going to change any ingredient or anything like that. So I think that's, you know, something where they have every right to do it. um, And I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, I think on another on, on another point. After, like, you know, obviously you accept it because whatever, you feel convicted or whatnot. You've acknowledged that it does come from slave roots and things like that. They put that out in the statement that I read earlier. But also, man, like, as much as people really, you know, talk about the food that they eat, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, um, eating group. Is that what you call them? Foodie groups? Foodie groups, yeah. Yeah. there's all types of, you know, uh, ingredients being shared and memories that are shared online now. Pinterest, uh, even on, you know, Instagram, they'll they'll tag whatever it is that they've that they've got on their their table and everything that's on their plate. And I often I'll see things, I'll see the waffles, I'll see the pancakes with a little bit of butter on them or whatnot. Yeah, it looks good, but I ain't never really heard them. And this is again just me from my experience or lack of. I just haven't heard anyone really talk about, you know, the syrup itself. I'm using Aunt Jemima or or uh, what was the other one that you mentioned? But Butters- Buttersworth, yeah. Buttersworth. You know, no one ever really mentions that. And now I think, okay, you put out this statement and you definitely have people's attention. You know, it, this has been trending for, you know, a good week. Um, and we're even talking about it now as a digital company ourselves. So – now you have everybody trying to see what comes next. Because I think once you put out a statement saying we are going to rebrand and we're going to do it for this purpose, 
here's our why. Now you're going to have everyone wanting to know what comes after. So you've said that you're going to do this. You said you apologize for anything. You said the conversations will continue. So what comes out of that, I think, is is the important part. So I think as far as we're re, you know rebranding goes, I I feel like there are some steps that should go into that, and I believe that this company may have went through that first step that I like to just call introspection, just you know self awareness. And I think self-awareness is key when it comes to rebranding because obviously you have to know, you have to know who you are. You have to know what you want to do. You have to know what you want to be known for. And, you know, more importantly, why you want to rebrand at that particular moment in time. Absolutely. You know, and, and I, I agree with you on, on, on your statement that you said on your part, you know, um, to to me, uh, while the decision to to rethink the brand is is a sound one, and, and it may be a lot uh, you know a long overdue for many of the brands out there, uh, I, I just don't simply think it's enough. I think not only do the brands need to change themselves mm-hmm. if that's what they decide to do, right? But I think they also need to change the mindset that contributed to the branding and their longevity. You you know what I mean? Right. Right. So it's all about mindset. You know, not only do, do these uh, 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 CEOs, you know, marketing teams of the companies that create these uh, uh, brands or slogans or whatnot be, um, have to think about why they're doing it, right? It goes back to, to having a mission and vision statement, right? That's very important within a company. A lot, I know a lot of people believe it's not, uh, but it's the core of who you are, right? And, and that says a lot to your consumer of, of what your goals are, um, why you're creating this brand, and why you're marketing this brand, you know? So, you know, whether whether it has racist roots behind it when it was first made or not, um, to to this point now where you're changing it because maybe you are in that three to seven uh, year window where you have to rebrand. Uh, the most important thing to understand is understand why you're doing it, right? And be honest about why you're doing it. Okay, maybe because of, of the result of these waves of protest um, have made you decide that now it's time to do it. That's great, right? But when you mm-hmm. go out there as a company and, and put out your statement, uh, l- let's be honest, right? Tell them, okay, yes, the waiver process have renewed uh, discussions on this issue, um, but it's not solely based on this reason why we're doing it. Uh, we understand, you know, everybody's opinions are are, are their opinions, and uh, our opinions or decisions are our decisions. But we're doing it because of X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, give us more. Let us know. Let us know that okay. Yes, you understand what the conversation is out there right now, but also give us more. Don't just do it because of that. Tell us that you know it's been long overdue. Tell us why it's been long overdue, and tell us the decision that you're making going forward. How is it going to affect and change the way you you do business? I mean, I think that's really important. Communication yeah. is key in everything, right? Relationship. So you as as a brand have a relationship with the consumer to to keep them informed, keep them updated. You know, so it's really interesting. Uh, what's going to come out of this and um, how they're going to reshape the brand. But, you know, on, right. on a marketing side with us, right, um, um, some key points that we can give you, if, if any, is uh, uh, look at what's trending out there. Look at your brand. Uh, look at it and ask yourself, is it time to rebrand? You know, right now that other people are doing it for whatever reason it may be, uh, take a look at your brand as a CEO, as a marketing team, and, and really look at it and see if it's if the message is still the same. 
if the message is still the same, hey, what? don't change it if it's not broken, right? But if it's time for a new message, or maybe you just want to put out a new message and change the the focus and the goals of what your companies are, are trying to do for the future, um, make that known. You know, show it in your branding. Uh, let people understand why that change is coming and, and good for you. You know, making that decision, it's hard. Um, there's a history behind a lot of brands like Pepsi, Coke, uh, even Apple, right? They're famous brands and they're famous brands because they tend to understand their audience and they tend to understand how to uh, communicate what they want to communicate to their customers. So just keep that in mind as a company and uh, and do your best at at uh, understanding who your audience is. Um, A key point for me is keep it simple, right? Kiss, right? Uh, So if you keep it simple, use text, use some cool colors, uh, colors that attract people and stay away from what we're seeing now is the face of companies and just keep it with fancy text and doing all that. That may be the safe way to go. I mean, I don't know, right? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, going back on, on, on it, you know, obviously... Yeah, I mentioned step one was always just the introspection, but I think what comes next and and we already touched on it was, you know, show what comes next. And, and I think that has to do with your market research. And I think every time that you're actually doing market research, it's giving you the opportunity to, to kind of get in touch with, you know, who your customers are, or, you know, like you said earlier, who are you targeting your target market? Now, obviously in their case, they know who their target market was and maybe that's why it became more of an issue to them, excuse me, because they could see, you know, maybe there was a lot of hurt. Maybe there was a lot of pain and something as simple as that. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I don't really know. I didn't follow any sales trends or anything like that. I don't know if that meant that sales were on the decline. I'm, I'm not sure. Right. But whatever the case was, it came from their customers It came from people that had their product in their kitchen saying like, we, we want to change, or you should probably think about rebranding or something like that. So however it came about, that's what I like to say is like the next step in, in rebranding that market research. And I've always been the type that I've been, uh, I don't mind the whole collaborative effort. In in fact, I, I embrace that more. And, And you know, this, like, I like to try to get everyone's opinion even if they're not in our department, you know, like I, I want to know what they think about something. So right. if I'm a business owner, I don't even mind asking my customers themselves, you know, members of, of my, my target uh, demographic, you know, give me your input. What do you think? Um, share stories. Uh, let me know what you feel about my reputation. And this is something that we, you know, obviously we, we always go back to the car industry because that's the majority of our clients, but we tell that to them, to, to the, our clients as well. We'll say, Hey, um, pay attention to what people say about you and those reviews and stuff mm-hmm. and, and learn what it is like, follow that trend. If you got, you know, the last five reviews all said that my customer service was no good. then them obviously, I'm going to change my customer service. And, right. you know, likewise, if they say it's the greatest that they've ever, you know, dealt with, well, then what are you going to do? You're going to continue to do what you've been doing and, and make sure it stays that way. So that's always, you know, um, something to keep in mind too. And then I think obviously through that you decide or you'll find out or, or rediscover even um, really what makes your business 
different? What makes you guys unique? And what makes mm-hmm. your 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 employees, your team, what makes them want to be a part of that team? And and what makes them talk so good about you? Why are they proud to be a part of that team? And if you don't get that enough, well then then you'll start to decide, you know, maybe I need to make some some changes here. Again, it all starts mm-hmm. internally. And then, you know, you bring that out and say, well, this is what makes us unique. This is why we're proud to be who we are. And this is why my team is proud to be members of my team. And here's why, you know, you should be proud of of supporting our brand. And I think that's mm-hmm. like all stuff that goes into it. And, you know, I know you're saying, you know, three to seven years, things like that. Um, I just, I'm along those lines where, I don't, I don't like to give, you know, a certain amount of time, like X amount of time before this actually has to take place. I think, you know, if you have any conviction in your heart that forces you to want to make change, can't nobody tell you that's the wrong decision, man. So uh, that's where I stand on it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, as a CEO, you're the boss, it's your decision, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I absolutely respect your opinions on that. And, you know, th- these are some great conversations, you know, that, that have to be had, you know, that, that we need to talk more about as a community, as marketers, as a business, as a CEO. You know, these are this is the way that we solve problems. This is the way that we come to new resolutions or solutions. And this is the way that, that we work together as a team, as we say, for Think Creator, right? Uh, dream work makes the teamwork. Uh, or teamwork makes the dream work either way you want to say it, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's one of those. But, um, I, I mean, it's awesome that we're able to have this conversation. You know, some people may listen to this podcast and say, yeah, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Some people may listen to it and be like, wow, you know, that's that's really important. Hey, give us your feedback. You know, we truly would love to know your feedback and maybe have some conversations with you guys about this certain topic. You know, don't be afraid to call in. Don't be afraid to send us a message and join our podcast so we can continue these conversations. But, of course, we're a marketing company, right? So mm-hmm. we, we want to give some some tips to, to our our businesses out there to our potential uh, business uh, owners or people that are trying to start up a business in regards to branding, right? So, yeah. so let, let, let me give you five key elements uh, that will help you have a successful branding campaign or, or a brand in general, right? One of them would be brand positioning, right? Position your brand to succeed, right? Understand mm-hmm. your culture, understand your community, understand your target audience. Um, make sure you have a, a smart and clear brand promise. You know, and what I mean by promise, I mean your mission and vision. Make sure that's understood. Make sure that's clear. Take time to think about that. Um, like Matt was saying, get your communities uh, involved. Uh, do a poll. Um, ask them what they think about your vision and, sh- and uh, mission statement. And then um, listen to what they have to say. I mean, those are the people that are going to be buying your products. And maybe put that into your strategy. Uh, build a strong brand personality. You know, what is your brand going to stand for? Just keep in mind that a lot of these brands have been powerful brands because people can relate to it. You know, there's a story behind the brand. Um, so pay attention to that. Um, and the fourth one would be a brand story. Have a story. Um, people love stories, right? If you have a strong story and, and it's truthful, honest, and heartfelt, um, people are going to want to follow you as a brand. People are going to want to buy from you. Um, and then lastly, uh, the fifth uh, key element to branding is um, brand association. And what I mean by that is is pay attention to who you associate yourself with, right? When we're kids, we've always been told, right, you are who you associate yourself with, right, man? 
That's true. <laughs> so pay attention to that, right? Um, do a lot of philanthropy out there, you know, help your community as a brand. You should be doing that because, you know, these people are buying your products and they're supporting your, your brand, your mission and vision. Um, so make sure you give back to the community. And I think all these five key elements that we just talked about in building a brand will definitely help you avoid a, a lot of these issues. And when you're listening to feedback from your community, your buyers, your consumers, your marketers, your employees, um, that's when you succeed the most, right? Because under Understanding those people around you are going to help you understand yourself and your brand is going to speak for itself. I love it, man. Good tips there. Um, so anyone out there, uh, we will have some more blog posts uh, to follow up this podcast and just kind of, you know, walk you through some steps in rebranding. Obviously, if you have any input, any questions, uh, any ideas, we understand branding is more than just a change in your logo. So there's a lot that goes into it. Obviously, we covered a few of them here. Um, and it's an ongoing process, man. So branding and, and, and showing who you are, telling that story, it's an everyday thing. It's, it happens every day. It's ongoing, whether you're on the clock or off the clock. It's who you are. Uh, so keep that stuff in mind. We'll, um, we'll have some links here uh, in the show notes to some information that we'll, we put out about rebranding um and again like jt said you're always welcome we invite you people of our community um even outside of the community man we love to hear from everyone and get their ideas we we are think creative and we want to be collaborating with anybody and everybody man because we can learn from each other um so with that dude we can go ahead and close this out um next week we'll be back hopefully with with jimmy back on board uh For sure has a lot that he's got to fill us in on like i can't i can't even i get anxious thinking about it man like i want to be able to just say boom this is what we had going on right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously uh certain things have to be cleared before i'm able to say anything so i'm yes. gonna keep biting my tongue but until then man uh we'll catch up with everybody again next week jt thanks for your uh insight your opinions um, I love that we're able to have these conversations both on a podcast, off a podcast, and uh, it's just, you know, always a pleasure working with you and, and just speaking with you, man. You're you're a, you're just a good guy, you know, regardless of where your experience, what your experience has taught you. Uh, you present it to me, and I'm always open ears, uh, and I just, I, I appreciate it, bro. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, man. Ditto. I appreciate everything you do. I appreciate, you know, even though uh, I may be older, you may be younger, um, age doesn't matter, right? It's uh, what we share and what we communicate. So thank you. That's right. So we'll see you guys next time on TC Off the Clock. <laughs>